This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we talk with David Doyle all about how to boost your organic reach and engagement on social media. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So David, you were, you're currently working um, in kind of a brand and marketing role with Velo, and previous to that, you were marketing with um, Flynn Sausages. Um, so I suppose if you would, just give a bit of kind of background of what you, what you do for those brands um, and kind of in your, what your, marketing, um, your marketing chops. <laughs> I suppose um, I always say I kind of fell into marketing. I came from more of an actual um, music background, actually, music uh, management and that kind of background. I kind of fell in through hospitality into marketing. But uh, I went into O'Flynn's first, um, working as a freelancer, was doing their social media kind of evolved and it evolved into full-time marketing management role so when i finished up with offlins i was there three and a half years uh three and a half years with those and i'm a few months now into new position with velo coffee roaster so another local uh cork uh food uh food food producer and um, so yeah we 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 produce here in cork just on the fringe of cork city and um, coffee we you know supply into retail food service uh, all the things you'd expect, I suppose, from a coffee company. But it's been it's been exciting. Um, you know, it's a new challenge, I suppose, even you know, closely related in terms of food, I suppose, and, and food and drink, but but totally different industries and and, and totally different uh, background stories to learn. And you know, there's a lot involved in it. But but as I said, very exciting. Excellent. And in terms of your 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 role in Velo, then you mentioned on with saying off things you were kind of doing a lot of the social media management. Are you doing the same thing with Velo at the moment? Yeah, definitely. That's probably one of my main areas, um, social. So I came in and I took over the socials here. Um, mainly kind of probably focusing on the the organic day-to-day stuff. Um, and then the the paid advertising and stuff is is actually still with the business owner. He, he's very good with that stuff. So he kept that on. So I would just do the, the organic stuff. So yeah, when I was with Philo, I was doing the exact... Or sorry, when I was with Offlands, I was doing the exact same. Yeah. Oh, very good. The, very good. Social for them. So that was kind of and where so I kind of found myself... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Zoom calls. They're like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, so how did you come in and kind of look at what they're doing and come up with your own strategy? Um, when you came in, you know, with fresh eyes, sometimes you can come up with new things. How did you approach that? As, as you said, like, it's always good for someone to come in with fresh eyes, you know, and I think that's that's a good thing for any business, I suppose, because especially for the first couple of months, um, you're probably looking at things almost nearly from a customer point of view. You know, you're totally on the outside because you're learning the business, you're learning the products, you're learning the team, you know, so yeah. you're kind of coming in with total fresh eyes, which I think is always a good thing for a business, you know, um, to kind of take it maybe to that next stage or, or to look at what else can we be doing that we may, maybe never have taught before. Mm. So in terms of uh, Velo, like, Obviously, look, they were they're you know on the cusp of being a very very big national brand in terms of the coffee industry. You know, they're already selling nationwide, Um so there was always, I suppose, there was a bit of a strategy there, I suppose. But as I said, coming in with a bit of fresh eyes, so I, I looked mainly focused on probably on the social media side of things. So, so like I felt that we could probably make it a little bit more relatable, a bit more real, I suppose. You know, but like any any business, you know, and, and even the clients uh, you would work for, I suppose you know you have a lot of business owners running social media and they just don't have the time you know they have a, a thousand and one things to do every day posting on facebook is not going to be the top of their priority so sometimes 
it gets done in the rush, it gets done in the panic, and it's kind of haphazard, I suppose. You know, whereas there's, you know, you sometimes you just need someone to take a little bit of love and, and put a little bit of passion into it and and think about what they're doing day to day. And you know, it might might be wrong, it might be right, but it's it's someone else to kind of take it off and and put a new spin on it. So I suppose that's what I kind of came into Bill and I looked at the social and I saw. Right, what can I do here to maybe improve a little bit? And one of the main things I wanted to do was to get engagement rates up. That was the big thing. You know, there wasn't much engagement rate coming from from the post. So trying to focus on that, I suppose. So in terms, David, oh, there's the Zoom, the Zoom, the Zoom clash again. We're <laughs> <laughs> very bad today. <laughs> so, David, in terms of coming in with those those fresh eyes, we'll say, what kind of strategies? And kind of what tools as well do you use to come up with the ideas of the the content and then to the the tools you use to to deploy it basically i would be very much um i'm not big into you know sitting down and using the scheduling platform or anything like that you know i i, I kind of like to keep things a bit real and, and i suppose in the moment as we all know and we've all heard the saying a thousand times the social is meant to be social so you know it does take a bit of um I suppose a bit of time every day, um, getting posts up or or commenting back to people and literally having a conversation with them, building up. I would be big into relationship management in terms of uh, online. So, do you know, and with your customers. So, like, I would take a bit of time to to write back to someone or do you know, not just favorite the favorite the tweet or like the tweet or whatever. You know, like I, I'd literally come try and comment back to as many people as, as I can. So, yeah. I think that just builds up that relationship, and um, which I think is very very important for for for. My, my style anyway and what I do so um, I don't look in too much into you know the platforms and, and where can we use HubSpot and where can we use Hootsuite and all these like you know it's just kind of keep it a bit real and then when things evolve and things get a bit more manic and uncontrollable I suppose then you start looking at what can we do to assist us a bit in terms of the tools and what I do every day you know probably one of the greatest uh, the greatest friends here is your phone like you know I'm using the phone constantly every day I use a bit of the camera work um, but um, you know I'm not using it as I said, I'm not using the mass amount of platforms and stuff like that. I like to keep things a little bit controlled. Sometimes I think with the platforms as well as you can actually catch yourself out, which which I've done in the past and probably everyone that runs social media will do it at some stage. You know, you'll put out a post and something's happened that, oh, that's a bad post to go out knowing that's happened or you've yeah. <laughs> in the last half an hour by, by accident or, you know, you post at two o'clock in the night rather than two o'clock in the day, you know. Yeah, All these yeah. Things. And I think you're on, on top of it and, you know, you maybe have a couple of eyes looking at a platform like that. It's kind of hard to manage it, I think. Yeah, I think like the relationship management is a huge thing that is so important, which a lot of people look, they just basically don't have time for it. But if you give it the time and the love, it's, it really comes back to you and your company. Like it's incredible, but it is a very time consuming job. So fair play to you. I, th- I do think I do think it is very, very important. I think as I always look at, I always look at social media, it is another it isn't a reception desk for your business. Like it has to be treated that way. So if someone came to your reception in your, in your shop, unfortunately we can't do it at the moment in, in person, but like, you know, if anyone bring your phone or sent in an email, you wouldn't fob them off with a thumbs up, you know, uh, yeah. you have to take, take a bit of time and put a bit of love into it and, and build up those customers and know that it is a communication platform that they can come and talk to you. That's a great analogy, actually. It's very, yeah. 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 Um, so David, when, when COVID hit, obviously, as you said, the, uh, the shop or isn't you know obviously not people are coming to the reception desk at the moment how did strat did strategy change much for you i presume there was a big push on the e-commerce side of things yeah so when, before i came in there was 
as you said, a big push already on e-commerce. You know, we have a we have a fairly strong website there, and that's been um, only been increasing over the last few months. So we sell machines, home brewing kits, obviously coffee, then you know, and subscription services and stuff like that. Um, that's been flying, you know, and and like many um, food producers, I'd say, you know, a lot of um, anyone that sells into retail would have noticed a little bit of a, a bump up because, you know, the COVID panic shopping people were buying and everyone needs coffee, you know, so <laughs> yeah. uh, it was, it's a good, I suppose, industry business to be in. So, you know, we, we, we did benefit definitely from COVID and, you know, it's, it's you know, unfortunately there's not too many businesses have and, you know, we're going to see the aftermath probably over the next couple of months of that. But, but you know, um, I think what I have liked from COVID is how many businesses have been a bit creative and, you know, they've maybe chased new business or changed their models or changed how they did business and, and seeing where they can grasp new, new, new business. Yeah, we were saying in a previous podcast um, that one of the things that spiked was coffee sales, because obviously if you're in the office, you know, you're just getting one order to the company. But now it's like every individual home needs their lot of coffee. So they're ordering it. So there was a huge spike last year and I presume it'll continue this year with the coffee. So it's great. Yeah, we sell sell machines and the machines are flying, thankfully. Um, And that's because people, I suppose there's a couple of factors to it. I think it's I think, you know, you have your trends of, you know, drinks, say, like you have your gin trend or you'll have your whiskey trend and they'll come and they'll go and the craft beer will come and go. I think coffee, a lot of people are getting into it. They're not, it's not that they're just drinking coffee anymore. They want to know where it's come from. They, they want they want a better coffee experience, you know, especially now that they're at home, they can maybe be a little bit more fancy and a bit more adventurous with their coffee. So they're looking into the background stories of these businesses and what they're doing and you know, are they, are they, up, you know, have they got good values and all this kind of stuff. So we, we've been selling a lot of machines and, and that follow on then that the experience that they get from dealing with us, they follow on, they'll try out our different coffees. Like, you know, we have a big coffee range and um, that a lot of people don't know about until they start searching on the site. The one thing I always think on the coffee side, I think would be fantastic is the, the way people do online, especially, you know, YouTube channels, dedicated reviews of all the different wines and stuff like that. I think that would be fantastic in the coffee space. And I, you know, especially on a local level, I think it's probably something that definitely hasn't, hasn't been kind of um, touched yet. Or when I say local, I mean Ireland. Um, so I think that, that there's definitely, there's huge opportunity, I think, still in that space um, from a digital content side of, side of things that has been, I suppose, probably probably untapped, I would I would say. It is. It is huge, and it's only getting bigger. Like I was only actually speaking there in the last couple of days to a few of um, like coffee subscription services. You know where you can get mystery coffees or you yeah. know, uh, specialty coffee and different ones to try each month, and they're really taking off. You know, we're, we're, I suppose we've seen that across a couple of industries. I suppose you know, I was only there was only a guy. Isn't there a guy from Cork there doing this kind of similar thing with whiskeys? You know, where you can get different whiskeys sent out, and he'll do tastings and try it out with you. And I think he was on the Late Late Show a few months back. So there's a lot of these kind of um home subscription kind of services starting to creep in because obviously you know a lot of people are at home and, and they need the experience at home because they're not going out to the pubs and you know we've, we've, we've all seen it now and it's a fantastic business model for, from the business point of view as well because it's, it's that recurring revenue from from the product rather than the individual sale you know a loyal following every month purchasing your your products and they become almost like a sales team for you as well when they're getting your their, your products every every single month the beauty of Instagram stories, people will take pictures of their coffee in the morning. You know, yeah, actually, yeah, coffee is a great one for Instagram. So do you focus a lot on Instagram or what would be the favorite platforms for Velo? 
Um, Instagram will be a big one, obviously, for that, for your customer um, created content. You know, they're, they're going to send it into us most mornings or definitely on a Sunday morning. We get a lot of it. Um, Twitter, for some reason, you probably know this as well. Twitter is just huge in Cork. Um, but obviously, you know, with us selling uh, a little bit more nationwide, we're getting a lot of people uh, using Twitter with us. Uh, but it's more so, as you know, for communication, just a, a chat back and forth. We would use it actually for a lot of the... Um, the media people as well, you know, they would they would chat to us through Twitter. Do you uh, use a kind of customer target. service site as well? A little bit. Sometimes you get a couple of questions in here and there, um, not too much. Um, and then we would use Facebook then for kind of, a, a, as anyone, a bit of a mix. But, you know, we do a lot of our target advertising through Facebook and we'll send sales through to the website from there. So between there and Instagram, really. Um, so they work very well for us, you know. We, we don't go down the route of uh, TikTok or anything like that. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> You haven't, yeah. you haven't been dancing with coffee beans yet. Um I haven't done a massive amount, no, no, to be honest. Um, you know, I'm only as I said, I'm only in a couple of months, so we're kind of just building up a little bit of the content, changing the yeah. style a little bit. We have a couple of we done a funny kind of little Christmas video where it was a little bit of humor in it. I have a couple of other ideas coming down the line of a couple of little funny little videos. Um, so we're just kind of trying, I suppose, not trying to change the style, but just trying to change how we operate on social a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to build up that engagement. So we, we will probably, uh, you know, ex- experiment with a couple of different things down the line. And that is the thing. You have to keep experimenting. Like you, you just have to keep testing different things and see what works, see what doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think we were just talking about that. And uh, or I was talking with... Um, Shan Horn the other day on a, on a live and that was kind of one of the, the key things I really felt that I wanted to come across in that that is with your social people can be very protective of it I suppose yeah um, but it's it's so important to try different things test them if they don't work grand you learn something you know it didn't it didn't work um, and then when you find something that does work then keep you know building on that then mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It definitely, it, there is definitely space for experimentation, um, you know. But I think, I think, you know, there's a certain level you have to, you have to be creative and fun with social, and, and you know, it might not be that you come across as a fun, you know, you might be a, a serious brand, but you have to be able to embrace it. I suppose and we all know that from the from our day to day work. Like you know, you have to use it for what it's there for. You know, you can't just be yes, no, good luck. Email us in, and we get back to you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, David, um, when you were with all Flynn's there, um, any kind of, and it goes for, for Velo as well, any kind of tips you would have for businesses, small business owners out there, um, either people, the owners themselves doing social media or the, the people they have managing for them, any kind of tips you would have for them around how they should go about planning out their social? I know you said you kind of, you don't kind of, you're you don't really use the calendar kind of you know planning it out that way but just some tips yeah. kind of for people from from your own style basically and how they should go about it i think there probably is like you know there will have to be a rough uh, you know a, a rough guideline and plan definitely to follow but in terms you know in terms of actually um you know having total loose like it can go kind of a wall if you let it go totally loose you know you have to have some sort of plan whether you know what's coming you know we you know valentine's is coming down the line you know we would have had paddy's day after it. you know it's about keeping these kind of things in mind today we today we only put up a few posts and put a newsletter this morning for today's irish coffee day so you know it's about being aware of those kind of things you know and um, in terms of all things in terms of business owners running social media and stuff you know i think you have to realize if your business is getting to a certain level that that's being neglected you have to look at either 
getting a freelancer in or is, is there enough there maybe for you know full-time or part-time you know you kind of have to sit and make these decisions like you know and, and it's an investment you know but if you invest correctly and you invest in the right person that has the right attitude and the right skills it, you should see a return on it and you know so i think it's it is a it's a risky investment but you know it has to be done like you know and, and that's even you know businesses approaching whether it's bringing you know i would have been coming probably from more of the freelance work you know so you know, you'd have someone like me or you'd have the option of going to someone like yourselves, you know, um, and then you get the beauty of having a couple of people in the offices that can knock heads together on what can do. Like, you know, so there's there's yeah. pros and cons to both, I suppose, you know, so you have to weigh up what's there. But um, definitely, you know, realising that, you know, if you've gone onto your social media and I've seen it only, I was only chatting to a business owner last week and he said, like, you know, we're not getting much traction on social. And then we done had a look at his Facebook page and he hadn't posted in about two weeks. You know, and I'm like, of course, of course you're not going to you know, you know, it has to be consistency there, like, you know, uh, consistency. Yeah. So I do think that's very important, you know, that if you're if your social media is dropping, not doing what it's meant to do, you have to evaluate and see, you know, do we need to make an investment somewhere or do I need to set aside, you know, times during the week? And even that's when you might look at the likes of Hootsuite or something and just make sure that there's a little bit going out each week just to keep your pages alive until you decide right i need to make an investment here do you know yeah it is, it is a great idea to have organic like organically you know in the moment but then have those scheduled pieces in case you forget like it's a really busy week that week yeah. and you're like oh crap i didn't post at all at least there's that one or two going out that are scheduled um so i'd say finding the balance depending on your company as well but if, you come, if a business owner comes in the morning like as you said you, he's going to have a checklist of 100 things he needs to get done and post on facebook is not going to be one of them <laughs> yeah. so like me coming to the business, like you know it's it's in your priority that's your that's in your checklist to get done that okay i have to get social done you know so i think you know you have to get to find the people with the skills and the, the knowledge to do it yeah brilliant all together in terms then david of the types of of content you you pushing video more image more written what where do you have particular focus uh in terms of the type of content um so I, I definitely, we, I think we need to get down the route of video more. Uh, video obviously works, you know, um, it, it just engages people that a little bit more. One thing we haven't done um, in Velo since even before I came is a lot of written stuff. So um, kind of long form kind of stuff. So I do think there's a, there's a kind of a want there in the coffee industry for reading blogs and reading tips and reading about coffees. You know, you'll see it just go on to many coffee companies or coffee blog magazine sites and all this and it's just it's people that purely geek out over coffee you know and it's a big industry that people love love it and want to read about it, want to learn about it so we are looking at going down doing a little bit possibly more of that kind of content and um, you know yeah. a bit of a blog site page, the website it's, it's brilliant as well then for your your organic rankings in google as well having that kind of really you know detailed long-form content then on the site as well yeah and it's, another, it's another way of pushing you know people might think you know of my website's not going to work unless I'm, you know, pumping money into Google. Like, but that kind of organic, getting people to read, they're reading on your website. So while they're there, they might click across to something else or, you know, you're trying to divert them somewhere with backlinks or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's just another way of getting people onto your website without being sold to and bombarded to with ads, you know, because, you know, some people just get fed up of seeing them, you know. So I think that's one form of going, but that will then translate possibly into, you know, if it's a good blog, you might even tr create a video off it or, you know, a picture waited you know that kind of thing so you know it's just about getting uh, across the board different types of content you know there will have been a lot of um i suppose stylized shots to know because you know like anyone as i said the business owner is relying on the bank of content that's there 
So now I'm in on creating a little bit more, you know, and we're looking at getting a new fresh set of content going. Um, but I said, a bit, a bit more video day to day kind of stuff and what's happening here and, you know, what's happening up in the roastery and what's happening out in the belt and stores, you know, like uh, when all things calm down, you know, get back around, visit stores and get content around the country, you know, which I think is is really interesting to see, you know, bags of coffee up in Clare or Galway or wherever, wherever we can go, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you use influencers or how do you feel about using influencers for this brand? Um, it's not that I'm against using influencers. I just think that you need someone that suits your brand. You know, I don't think going and getting someone that just has 50,000 followers and is pumping a, a different brand out every day. To me, that's not a benefit. Um, I want someone that's actually you know pardon the pun like what's actually influential you know that they're actually going to put yeah. something to their customers or sorry their followers and it's going to mean something do you know so you know in cork we have a few you know um mommy bloggers and all this kind of stuff and you know people that are in that kind of sphere they're the, they're the type of people that you know are customers you know so and um, they're the ones who get most of the content in from day to day like you know only the other day we uh, clean o'connor um put in a uh, just sent us in the picture she was trying her, her coffee at home along with a few other coffees you know and that's great content you know that people are as we already talked about they're having the experience at home so um in terms of paying for influencers i haven't done a massive amount of it um you know i'm much more interested in you know, a bit of a partnership with someone a little bit more and probably on the micro level and um, so, you know we're kind of teaming up with them maybe it's you know mutual benefits or whatever it is you know you know we'll supply a bit of coffee someone that's never really done it before um, you know, but, but being from Cork, you know, there is so many Cork um, Cork uh, celebrities, I suppose, or media people, you know, that they're they're just actually interested in what we do and they're interested in the coffee and they're sharing it anyway, which yeah. you know, it's not, you know, it's kind of free content for us, but it's it's actually really a benefit to us and we're really appreciative when we when we do get stuff like that. Um, and you know, do you do anything talk- to encourage that content, David? We do, we don't. Like, you know, some people we will send out, con- or sorry, we will send out coffee to, do you know, if we, or if we see something online that triggers us to send uh, a goodie pack to someone, we will, like, you know, um, like, for example, you know, we, then we would team up with, um, with Today FM, with Alison Curtis, who, who's a great supporter of ours. Um, Alison Curtis then is doing giveaways on shows for the next couple of weeks and um, next couple of weekends. Um, do you know, and, and that just yeah. raises awareness about your brand again. Um, but you have to be really picky about you, what following they have you know is it actually going to be a benefit to you there's no point in just oh we'll lash on to a radio show or print in a uh, you know in a, in a man or a newspaper you know if, if it's not your following or it's not going to give you benefit because look we all know these things some of these things are not cheap you know they, they do cost a big bit of money so yeah. you have to be very careful pretty yeah, together david if people are looking to to get in contact with yourself or find out more about, about yourself where's the best place for them to head to well, you can find me on social media, I suppose. I'm on Twitter. And, uh, <laughs> Shock horror. No way. <laughs> uh, I'm not one of these guys that uses a fork and doesn't use it for myself. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you can find me across all the socials, no problem. Uh, give me a shout and they can help us. Yeah, perfect. We'll link all of your social um, handles in the show notes as well. David, thanks very much for joining us today. And thanks for having me on. Best of luck with the rest of it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. If you haven't subscribed yet, please search the Digital Marketing Scoop on any of your favorite podcast platforms and subscribe. And if you'd like to follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram, 
Just search for Click Media and Marketing. That's C-L-I-Q Media and Marketing. And we'd love for you to follow us.